this is a disturbingly disrespectful and dirty D&D podcast for adults. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to a D&D channel where we do not worship Satan and smoke weed, but two grown adults play Dungeons and Dragons and roll dice to see what the fuck happens. My name is Dominic Antini. I will be your dungeon master. And I'm Mel Sobe, and I'll be playing Poppy. Poppy is a fairy ranger trying to save her village from a mysterious illness that has been killing off all the men in her village. On our last episode, Poppy entered the Shaded Glade, where she and Sheldon were chased by werewolves. Cornered in a cave, discovered Darwin, Poppy's crush and Sheldon's cousin, was deeply invested in the chemistry of the mysterious illness. The crew then had a standoff with the said werewolves, fucked them up royally, escaped the glade, and found the River Fears, a dangerous river with lots of magical creatures and mysteries. Without further ado, I say we jump right into it and play some motherfucking Dungeons and Dragons. I'm so fucking cute, bitch. I'm so fucking cute. Attitude abusive. But I'm so fucking cute. You're standing in front of the public directory. In front of you is a crystal clear flowing river. That is the River of Fears. You see bright coral reefs forming inside the river itself with the vampire dolphins from the last episode still trolling around inside the river. Uh, to your left is just a bunch of thick forests kind of peeling off into the distance. To your right is an open field with a ranger's post. And behind you is the entrance to the shaded glade with a little bit more forests here and there behind you. Sheldon is there with you. He's reading the directory and he's like, Maybe they could have wrote vampire dolphins a little bit bigger because I was totally about to go swim with those bad boys. Yeah, they, they really should have put up some warning signs at least. Like, danger, wild animal life right but i mean it is looking pretty old though the directory kind of looks a little beat up it's been here for a while hasn't seen the best of days you're telling me that these vampire dolphins are new i don't think so so as you're looking at the directory this wizard dressed extremely formally walks by and he's on what poppy doesn't know a cell phone and he's saying whatever we do you can't tell mark about what's going on we keep filming we keep it on the down low, and we do what we have to do. Is there anything you do in a split second? Excuse me, sir. Um, can I help you? Can I help you walk there? I wouldn't want you tripping. And Poppy will swing right over on her wings and hold his arm out so it helps keep him balanced while he's walking over the next stone and pothole. She likes to guide the elderly <laughs> for a safe passage. As you say this to him, he turns around. And he's like, what? 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 Oh, it's okay, sir. I'm sure you're confused. You might be lacking some um, hydration right now. So let's make sure to put you in a shaded spot and give you some nice, nice needed water. And he, he's on the phone and he says, hold on a second. I, what? And he puts the phone down and he looks at you. Don't worry. I'm more than capable of handling the elderly. His eyes open as they look at you and one eyebrow goes up and the other one's down. And he's looking at you studying you it seems wow sir your face seems to be uneven have you had a stroke jesus christ <laughs> what a curveball poppy's throwing me i i'm on the phone I, is it common knowledge for fairies to cut people off on the phone i don't need help and, um sir what's a phone it, uh, i find it kind of weird that you're talking to yourself through through um what looks to be a. Uh, uh, a shiny rock, maybe. Um, you know, that's a common symptom of going senile. And to me, it looks like you're. Uh, Are you? You're, you're calling approaching. me senile? No, I would never. You know what? Why don't we sit down on this nice little boulder? And Poppy will guide him over to this uh, he protruding boulder. Suspiciously lets you guide him just to see what in the fuck you are talking about. He looks perpetually confused at this point. He has no fucking clue what you're doing to him. Um, I will uh, turn my head back towards Sheldon and say, Sheldon, bring us over some water, some high quality H2O. Yep, yep, yep. oh. You got it. And he runs close to the river where there's vampire dolphins. And he says, uh, Poppy? Uh, Sheldon, uh, we have some in the wagon. Look up the, look up the river, Poppy. And what you what see, do you mean look up the river? As you look up the river, you see a raft 
floating down about to go underneath the bridge right near you guys it has four cultists on it one steering the rudder on the back of the boat that looks fucking huge and then three protecting each corner of the raft and the three barrels that are sitting inside the middle of the raft three barrels four cultists one steering the boat yes and okay. Sheldon notices them and goes, uh, uh, Poppy, Poppy, uh, this might be pretty important. And I'll, um, look at the, uh, cultist raft. Are these the cultists? Like, can I clearly tell by their robes that these are the cultists? Yeah, the, you know that this looks like exactly the cultists that you fought in the mansion. And the wizard that you were just basically insulting looks at you and he's like, well, it, uh, it looks like you got some some stuff that you gotta deal with. I'm gonna let you handle that. Now calm down, Mr. Old Man. You just sit right here. I'll get you your water. I'll even get you a nice little snack. How's that sound? Maybe I'll even hum you some music. I'll be right back. And I will, um... He quickly still zoom gets off. up. And he, he almost immediately, without giving a fuck, starts to stand up and walk north of the river. And so you could either make an ability check roll to chase the wizard, or you can make an ability check roll to maybe hide or chase or get ready after the the cultists if you so wish i would definitely like to hide on the back side of the bridge is there anything you say to sheldon sheldon we have to be very careful they look familiar do they not yeah they uh they definitely look like the cultists for the nation that blew up uh, uh skittles's brains for the bag of reflecting school okay and unless we want that to happen to every single person we've ever met and love and care for um they have, they have barrels of daggers that they look magical what if the barrels are filled with dynamite uh, i wouldn't like that i wouldn't like that uh maybe you should light an arrow on fire and shoot it at a barrel and it'd blow up the raft oh that would be pretty cool uh, that's just an idea. I don't know. You just said dynamite. It freaked me out. <laughs> Let's hide. Okay. Um, there's a nice bush over there to the right side of the bridge. Um, maybe on the back side. If they're facing forward, they go under the bridge. They're focusing on going forward. They won't notice us tiny little creatures hiding in the bushes in the shade, maybe? I will follow you into the depths of the darkness, Poppy. He runs behind you. He gets hide into a bush, I assume, behind the bridge. Roll a stealth check. Okay. Ten. Sheldon rolled a four. Oh, yeah. So you guys are hiding inside of a bush. Your guys' heads are poking out of the bush. Your fairy wings are poking at the top. It basically looks like a bush, like a bush with two dragonfly wings just popping out of the back and two retarded-looking fairy heads popping on the front side looking at the raft as it's about to float through the bridge. Okay. Can I actually light a fire, uh, uh, arrow on fire? Yeah, you can try to. I have a explorer's pack, uh-huh. so I would assume it has some sort of flint. In it. Poppy will rip a length of cloth off from her, the bottom of her dress. Okay. So you're poorly sitting in a bush. You're yes. starting to uh, to rip cloth off to try to start a fire on your on your arrow. Yep. And I forgot that you guys rolled horribly. So the raft goes through the bridge, and one of the cultists st- starts to kind of slow the raft down and goes, uh, Sir, suspicious people, uh, a bush, 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 bush. And they all three of the fairies just kind of turn to the front of the raft and they all spot you and Sheldon. And they say, stay right there. Don't come any closer to the river. You're going to let us float by here. Back up now. And they are clearly directing you to stay the fuck away from them. I'm going to continue wrapping the cloth around the arrow and sparking a fire on it. Roll a survival check to see if you can light your clothing on fire. And Sheldon's not saying shit. He's watching you. He's taking your lead. Yes, that'll be a 24. Oh, Jesus Christ. Tell me what you do. I directly chip off the magnesium onto the strip of cloth that's hanging around the arrow. And I spark this beautiful, gorgeous flame that just surrounds the very end of the arrow. You stand up out of the bush and go to shoot? Specifically, the barrel. None of the creatures, the barrel. You? Sheldon and Pig Pig all rolled initiative first before all these cultists. So you go first. You roll the 24. Roll your attack on the, the raft. 13. So you shoot a flaming arrow. It arches through the air. And each one of these three cultists go to stop the arrow. And it flies right near each one of their hands by a fucking smidge. And it hits a barrel and plunks directly into one of the barrels. Okay. Do I um, roll for damage? Yeah, roll for damage for sure. Nine. (laughs) 
your arrow plunges through the air and just digs right into one of the barrels and goes halfway into the barrel and you hear and just thumping as screams come from a barrel from inside the barrel and you hear don't kill me i'm don't kill me and you're just panicking from inside the barrel. And then two other barrels start to scream. Ah, ah, don't kill us. Don't kill us. The three fairies go to jump off the boat still. And we're rolling back to initiative. So that was your turn. And then it's Sheldon's turn. I'm going to have Sheldon quickly look over at you and say, Poppy, should I shoot the barrel too? <laughs> Are we shooting the barrels? And he goes to arch his bow back and shoot at one of the barrels. Does Sheldon have a bow? Oh, shit. Sheldon doesn't have a I think he literally just has the silvered short sword. He does. So he says, uh, uh, Poppy, should I fly over to attack a barrel? (laughs) No, Sheldon. Um, I wasn't expecting there to be screams. (laughs) That's pretty bad, Poppy. I I may have hurt someone innocent. I'm going to go to the the riverbank and stop them from jumping over. And he flies over to the riverbank. So he's going to skip his turn. He used his movement. It is now Cultist 3. He's going to jump off the raft along with the other ones. Sheldon is waiting there, so I'm going to have those two roll a strength competition. Okay, Sheldon rolled an 18, and the cultist rolled... He rolled a 2. So this fairy guy just gets shoved in the water, and Sheldon's like, you that coming over here, buckaroo. As he hits the shore and tussles with uh, Sheldon, he says, scatter the pig. And, And the dolphins just swarm him, and you hear and just gets pulled underneath the water uh the two other cultists jump from behind him onto the river shore right next to sheldon and they beeline it for pig pig these two cultists book it for pig pig as soon as they hit the shore and run right past sheldon as sheldon gets an attack of opportunity in them he is going to roll to hit the first guy and he's going to roll to hit the next guy as they run directly past him and he'll get a hit on both of these motherfuckers so sheldon is going to roll 1d6 he rolled a six, does 12 damage on one of these guys, and seven on the next. Jesus Christ, Sheldon is going crazy already. So these guys jump on the riverbank and run past Sheldon, and Sheldon does like a circle sword swing and just cuts both of these guys in like the gut, and they keep running. <laughs> and they look at Pig Pig, and they say, run. And Pig Pig has to roll a DC 14 wisdom saving throw. Pig Pig rolled an 11. Mm. So as the first cultist gets up there, he goes, run, and Pig Pig looks at him in the eyes, and a glaze, a magical glaze comes from this guy's hand and goes right into Pig Pig's eyes as her eyes become a shaded gloss over of a different color, and Pig Pig just lets out a squeal, and then books it into the north trail and starts running as far away from these cultists as possible. So the cultist who didn't use his command spell is going to cast Hold Person on Sheldon. And Sheldon has to survive a wisdom saving throw or he's going to be paralyzed until he can break free or until combat ends. Sheldon rolled a 12. The cultist looks at Sheldon and says, (laughs) like lets out this undead symphony of like magical streams and it wraps itself around Sheldon. Sheldon's like, uh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, Sheldon drops to his knees and just gets planted to the ground. He's like, Poppy, I can't move. Poppy, I can't move. And it is now Poppy's turn. Sheldon, hold on. I'll come to you as quick as I can. And um, both of these cultists have been injured now. You said Sheldon slashed them both. In oh, the gut. you're right. Yes. One has a negative seven. One has negative 12 to his health. Okay. Poppy will... um swing her bow over to the one that has casted hold person upon sheldon aiming for the center chest maybe hoping to knock him down 23 <laughs> you shoot your arrow at this guy who his hand is like stretched out looking at sheldon uh and he's like <laughs> like letting out these demonic mumbles <laughs> and he looks over at you just in time to see an arrow flying by at him and it plunges right into his chest roll your damage 12. Jesus Christ. Does that kill him? It does not kill him. I would like to roll my additional 1d8. (laughs) Roll your additional 1d8. For I am a Colossus Slayer. So what's the difference now that the arrow flies, the air hits him in the chest, that you're shooting it? Because it hit so perfectly into his center chest. Uh Uh-huh. Part of it um, broke off. 
because the impact it just like kind of rebound rebounded a little bit so like buck shot at his insides yeah so like the end of the arrow like went to snap and it splinters into his chin yeah so it hit and it dug through but the back of the arrow had like a chip in it and the back of the arrow just exploded wood and it like scattered in front of his face exactly he he went from going and like oh fuck and he didn't break concentration. Sheldon's still held on the ground, and his eyes just peer at you deeply now. Six. He he drops to his knees for a split second, and then stands up almost as if a demon has pulled him from the ground and lifted him through. And he looks... Very creepy. He has just an arrow sticking into his center mass. He looks fucking dead. He looks like an unnatural fairy standing there that should not be standing there at this point. It is now Sheldon's turn who's going to try to break the wisdom saving throw of 14. He rolled a six. He hears these words just going through his fucking brain again. The whole mumbles of... And it's just mumbling in one ear and Sheldon can't break it. He seems like he's just going nuts on the ground as some kind of force is holding him down. It is now Cultist 2. He's going to cast Inflict Wounds on you as his arm stretches out to a dark cloak and roll his attack. Ooh, 18, 19. That would be 21. That hits. He's going to roll, and I hate to do this, 3d10. Oh, shit. Yeah, this guy's kind of tough. Five. That's not a d10. That's a d100, same thing. Okay. Five. 15. A 15 total. Oh my god, seven. 22. How much health do you have? 31. Oh my god, he does 22 points of damage onto you as he stretches his hands out at you and he goes, and just lets out a deathly demonic looking spell that just catches you and your skin just becomes rot as you feel as if someone's burning your skin with a thousand torches. Poppy will let out a high-pitched scream. As the pain rackets through her body. It is now Cultist 1 who is on the epiphany of death. And he is going to use Inflict Wounds on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joy. So he sees his buddy with his arm stretched out and just absolutely destroying you. And he's going to put his arm out and cast Inflict Wounds as well. See, he's going to roll his attack. Oh, my God. He rolled an 18. Jesus Christ. I'm scared now. Poppy could die right now. (laughs) He rolled a 10. 13. And a 5. I mean, Poppy's a death saving throw. Oh, my God. Yeah. The cultist puts his hand out and just drops you to the fucking ground and the pain is so ever shrieking that it just knocks you the fuck out and you're in death saving throws now it is up to sheldon now geez i didn't think they were gonna fuck you up this bad so sheldon sees this and he's like duck by poppy and he is on the ground so i'm gonna say he's going to get advantage on his wisdom saving throws his fucking love has just been put down almost the rest so he's got to be a 13 that is a (laughs) a six and a 16 he pushes himself off the ground and says not my poppy not my poppy and he stands up and both the cultists turn their attention onto him. The first cultist is now going to attack Sheldon with inflict wounds. As his hand comes back over and says, Die who is against thy religion will also perish with the dead. And he starts casting inflict wounds on Sheldon as well. He rolls a 7 plus 3, which is a 13, which does not beat Sheldon's armor class. So Sheldon somehow with his wisdom breaks this spell that doesn't gloss into his skin. And then the other cultist is going to do the same thing on Sheldon. He rolled a 17 plus 3. That's definitely going to hit Sheldon. So he's going to roll 3d10s on Sheldon. Now. 3, 4 total, and 12 points of damage on Sheldon. So, gets directly into Sheldon's skin. And Sheldon's like, (laughs) it is now Poppy's turn. You will roll a death saving throw. 
Nat 20. Oh, so you get two saves. That's good. Well done. This episode is off to a rough start for Poppy, <laughs> yes, but there's is. a little beacon of hope. At least the dice are rolling high. It is Sheldon's turn, and he's going to go after the cultist that is on like death saving throw, who actually just hit him as well. Oh my god, he rolled a three. Sheldon is just going to miss this guy as he runs forward with his sword and just whiffs it. It is now cultist two turn. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you know what? He's going to turn to his cultist buddy, who is on death's door. And he's going to put both his hands out instead of one. And he starts mumbling. And he he casts Shield of Faith on his buddy, which gives him a plus two to armor class. As you see a little chrome shield around him like a Corellian Corvette on Star Wars. Very quickly, what level are they? They're pretty higher level, I think. They're cult fanatics. So they're a lot higher up. I think they're maybe level four. Oh, like their overall level is a level four? Yeah, they're pretty high. So it is now cultist one turn. He's going to use inflict wounds again on Sheldon this time. And he has to roll and beat Sheldon's armor class. And he rolled a 15. So his spell just kind of stops working for a moment as Sheldon starts to power through it. And he gets a lull off of him. And Sheldon looks beat the fuck up. It is now Poppy's turn. You get another death saving throw. (laughs) Seven. And Poppy coughs up a little bit of blood. It is now Sheldon's turn, who is going to swing after the bloodied cultist again, who has a lower HP, but now Shield of Faith. (laughs) Oh, he rolled a 19. So as this guy's casting a spell, Sheldon is like pushing through the spell, getting closer and closer to this guy. And it lets loose, and Sheldon just chops down between his neck and shoulder blade and just puts his sword, fresh silver sword, directly into this dude's neck. And just cuts him down. It is now cultist two turn. So this cultist pulls out a dagger from his shorts. He's going to attempt to cut Sheldon as he just killed his buddy like a bitch. And he rolled a two. You will not hurt the chosen one. And he will pull a dagger out of his blade, out of his uh, short pocket, and run after Sheldon and attempt to stab him. And Sheldon ducks out of the way as this dagger just hits his body even deeper. And Sheldon is sitting there looking at the other cultist and says, You hurt my puppy. Now you must pay the wrath of Sheldon. It is now Poppy's turn, who is rolling death saving throws. <sighs> Hopefully this is the last. Nope! Oh my god. Four. <sighs> Fuck. Tied. Jesus Christ. Yep. Okay, well, Sheldon is going now, and he sees you getting fucked up. So I'm going to say he's going to abandon this guy and attempt to stabilize you. So he's going to make it to you with one death saving throw left. He's not going to take the chance. He sees you cough up blood once more. And he's going to say, Puffy. And he looks at the cultist and say, I'll be back for you, bucko. And he runs after Poppy to stabilize you. And I'll say he needs to be a 13 in order to stop the bleeding properly. So he's going to dive onto you and try to just stop you from having like a seizure. He rolled a 16. So as you cough up blood, he kind of like massages your neck and he looks at you in the eyes. He's like, Poppy, don't worry, Poppy. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. And just in time to see the cultist standing over him. And he draws his dagger up into the air and he's going to swing it on Sheldon with advantage because Sheldon's attention is on you. 17. Okay, he's going to hit Sheldon with three. (laughs) Jesus Christ. As Sheldon's standing over you saying, Poppy, it's gonna be it's gonna be okay, Poppy, it's gonna be okay, don't worry. And you see the shadow of a cultist just plunge his dagger directly into Sheldon as it pokes through the other side of his chest. And Sheldon goes <laughs> He turns around and he's looking at the cultist in the eye and he has just enough power to attack him. But Sheldon looks beat the fuck up. He does not look good. Now, remind me again, after death saving throws and stabilization, does that mean that I am uh, unconscious? Yeah. Okay. I'll give you an action as long as it doesn't involve movement or, like, attacking, (laughs) you know? Okay. So you're, like, laying on the ground, fading in and out of consciousness. Is there anything you do? I do have the Chaos of Life bracelet. Mm, Okay. Which allows me a 1d20 of HP. And as Poppy uh, focuses all of her attention onto her bracelet, she imagines the um, healing life force 
crawling up her arm like just a colony of ants up to her heart. Roll a d20, beat a 10 of wisdom just to see if you can break the consciousness. If you can't, I'll have to make you do it on the next turn. 10. <laughs> you lucky fuck. You barely do this and the colony of ants crawls into your arm of life as you get 1d20 of health. 17. Jesus Christ. I'll take it. <laughs> How does Poppy spring back to life? Is this what- Okay, so like in poppy's mind she's envisioning these ants and they're all delivering little sugar molecules to her and she gets a sugar high (laughs) and her life the light just flashes before her eyes and grandma lily's image just pops forward (laughs) sheldon turns around and sees like a godly image of grandma lily in the air just bringing you up as you are lifted up almost like to a ufo into the air and all grandma lily says is Never trust your crocodile. Hire hire an investigator. (laughs) That's right. Those words plunge through your brain as health is just filled through your body. And her her limbs just go like um, rod straight. And she's just like filled to the core (laughs) with power. Okay, so your bracelet throws shows like two and three quarters of hearts filled as you are filled with the heart energy. So now it is Sheldon's turn, who is looking freshly fucked up and he's gonna swing on the cultist now he rolled a four he swings and he's missing on this cultist he's so shocked with the dagger that just went into him that he's uh freaking out so it's cultist two turn he's gonna swing his dagger on sheldon he rolled a seven he's not gonna hit sheldon so it's your turn with the poppy's returning strength she pulls out her short short bow not just an arrow in and aims for this man's head Right between his eyeballs. 26. Eight. Eight points of damage? Yes. Is he perhaps below his HP as well? Oh, extra D8. I have an extra D8 of damage. You just have like breakable arrows that your fucking grandma, your mother made for you? Oh, yeah. That's just an extra three damage. Okay. Um, So what happens is the arrow goes flying and just a little bit of uh, wind that knocks it slightly off course so it doesn't hit him right in the eyes like right between the eyes like originally planned okay instead it falls down and shoots down into his collarbone okay so he's got like a, a arrow sticking out of his collarbone that just splintered in and blood just kind of squirts onto him and his his robes are covering it up but there's blood just drenched in his robes from that spot now it is now Sheldon's turn the cultist keeps like mumbling stuff under his breath and Sheldon's gonna be like you can bubble all those words you want bucko but no amount of religion could teach you how to treat a girl he rolled a 14 he rolls a d6 Sheldon just rolls six points of damage on this guy as Sheldon with his short sword just gives like a backward swing at this guy as Sheldon hits him and he's like you fools have no idea what you're doing. The reckoning is coming and you're going down with it. And he looks at Poppy, you in particular, and he makes eye contact and he says, soon enough, you will see what we have in store for you. Shelling goes to swing and cuts him off. And it is now your turn. There's only one thing left to do then. Finish off the cultist. Finish off the cultist. <laughs> okay. Um, Poppy will uh, take out uh, her short was already out. So she will uh, realign it. This time, uh, aiming for his uh, cock and balls. <laughs> okay. You're aiming for the testes and wiener. Wiener does a 20 hit. A 20 hits. Roll your damage. 12. Okay. How do you finish the coldest? The arrow flies through the air and it slices his uh, penis off. Oh, Jesus Christ. And doesn't start bleeding until he looks down and then there's just a waterfall of blood. Uh, you will see what we have in store for you. And he looks down, and blood just starts gushing as soon as he looks at it. Almost like the samurai that cuts, like, a victim. Yes. And then as he stands on the other side, it just explodes. He looks at his freshly sliced off dick and balls, and blood just blows out of it like an anime character who just saw a cute girl. He sees it, his eyes will open wide, and his face gets white, and he just bleeds out, passes out from the blood loss, Drops to his knees and falls face first and And, hits the ground. And a small little mischievous smile lights up Poppy's face. And Sheldon says, I told you that's the best goodbye, Poppy, you son of a bitch. Wow, Sheldon. Uh, You really were my knight in shining armor there. Uh, I do what I can. You know, these these cultists, they're 
They don't know who they're fucking with every now and then. And he kicks the one in the forehead that's lying on the ground. What a weeder, you know what I mean? Or lack thereof, you know what I mean? <laughs> As you say this, you hear splashing in the water with violent yelling. And you see the cultist... As his arm reaches above the water, he says, Help! 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 These vampire dolphins are killing me! And he reaches his arm up and says, Please! Please! uh, Shoot the vampire dolphins before they get me! Please! Uh, And he's reaching above the water trying to get your attention to help him. Is there anything you do as he's thrashing about as vampire dolphins circle him? I walk up to Sheldon and clap him on the shoulder and cast Cure Wounds. How much health does he get? 1d8 plus 4. So that's 11 points of health back. So he's only down negative 11 points. Okay, so. And now I say, well, let's go find Pig Pig. (laughs) The cultist is like, you can't do this. You can't do this. And this vampire dolphin comes up behind him like a scene from a crocodile horror movie. And its mouth just slowly opens with two giant fangs. And he's looking at you and he hears the mouth coming up behind him. You had one shot, if you wanted to, to shoot an arrow at this dolphin that's about to get him. But the dolphin just comes up behind him like a crocodile. And his mouth opens up with his jaw with two giant blood uh, snake fang looking (laughs) teeth. And the guy stops talking as he's yelling at you. And it gets dead quiet. And he turns around to look at the dolphin's jaws behind him. And the dolphin crunches down. And the guy's just like... And it's quickly silenced as it's dragged underwater. And blood fills the water as multiple dolphins just swarm like piranhas. A sound death. And the raft floats at a distance. Oh, I forgot about the raft. Down south the river. And, And the original guy that was there... The wizard is also gone, nowhere to be seen. So you're now standing back on the River of Fears, and you have your nice little directory board in front of you. You have dead cultist bodies and a ranger station to your right. The world is your oyster. Um, I'll walk up to all the, the dead humans and whatnot and collect my uh, non-broken arrows. Okay, you do so. Well, Sheldon... Um, I'm not sure we'll be able to, uh, retrieve the rafts, but, um... Well, there's only so many places they could go here. I, you know, uh, maybe we could track it. We do have a ranger with us. Where? Who's a ranger? <laughs> You're a ranger, Poppy. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was just joking, Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> a good old quiz just to see what you know about me. Sheldon just grew a tumor on the back of his brain. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a D10 to see how bad the, t- the D20 to roll how the bad tumor the, how bad that tumor was from that horrible mom joke that you just dropped. All right, it was an eight. So he has a sleeping tumor. <laughs> it, the more bad mom jokes you make, the worse his tumor is gonna get. Just a warning. <laughs> Anyways, that won't stop me. You're the DM who killed off Sheldon. <laughs> Sheldon, after you make that joke, he's like, "Hey, yeah, Bobby. Oh man, I love you." <laughs> Um, well, Sheldon, uh, where do you think the river leads to? And, and do you think we'll have enough time to retrieve Pig Pig and maybe head back down? Well, we can't leave without Pig Pig. She's family. She ran north. So, um, I, I guess we'll, uh, uh, follow the trails up north. The directory shows a, a, a pathway. And the direction north says kelp forest. And that direction goes in between a large green stagnant pond and a big forest to your right. We'll carry on north through the uh, the swamp in the thick forest. And you guys make your way down the path north to the kelp forest spot of the river. All right, you guys travel down the path toward the kelp forest spot of the river. On your left is stagnant green ponds that slowly disperse themselves through the land. To your right is a green forest that every now and then you do see game trails because you're a ranger and your environment of choice is a forest you do see a trail that is caved out for more than a game trail and that's all you can make of it it is your choice to adventure into said game trail or go forward and keep adventuring the river now this is into the thick forest it is yeah are you and children having a conversation on the way there probably so poppy what do you uh a lot of shit just happened. What's going on, man? I don't know. Why are these cultist members so aggressive? Yeah, we could talk about that, or we could talk about how 
they had people or screams inside of these barrels that yeah. you shot and possibly killed somebody? Yeah, that's pretty weird. It looks like they were heading towards death anyway, so I, I'd rather not think about that. Did, did, did that voice inside the barrel sound kind of familiar to you? Yeah, it, it, it kind of did. What did it sound like? Okay, so hear me out. Remember when we were attacking the rats? Do you remember how we found that one, um, that one goblin who, like, uh... Tristed. Blindsided us. Tristed, yeah. No, Liston. Listed, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Right? It's right at the tip of my brain. It sounded just like Listed. And if I'm being honest, it's kind of okay if he died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was kind of a dick, huh? But He blindsided us. But people change. You never know. Maybe he lost his rats. We haven't been back to check up to see if the council took care of the rats yet. So, you know, maybe he's, uh, maybe he's a good guy now. Who knows? Who is now going to um, foster vampiric dolphins to take on. But here's the thing. Why would they have a goblet in the barrel? Well, uh, I was kind of thinking of sacrifice. That's where my brain went to. For like dark magic and stuff like that? Well, They yeah. were using some pretty weird, some weird rotting flesh. And he looks at his arm and like his meat is just like dangling at spots as if like burn marks is in him. And on top of that... I mean, do you remember Skittles? Yeah, she got a braid. Trust me, I remember Skittles. It seems like if they're behind the mystery sickness, they just have a lot of stuff going on. Whether it be dark sacrifices that they're doing or, you know, if I'm just starting to think maybe they're the ones behind this whole thing, right? Maybe. I mean, they did have that pentagram with the... Um, Skull carved out in the middle with green moldish like, which are symptoms of the mystery illness. Yeah, yeah it just happens to be symptoms of the mystery Pretty illness. Pretty coincidental. Yeah, and on top of it, um, the the vial that we scooped up from the blood, the blood, it had blood. Yeah, coincidentally, Darwin also had very similar samples of blood. Yeah, yeah, but that's because he's researching it. He's not bad. He's a good research boy. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, he's not one of the cultists. Of course not. Crazy not. Crazy yeah, not. yeah. Crazy not. Of course not. He's a good boy. Yeah, good boy. He raised Very Pig good Pig. boy. Pig Pig would never hurt a fly. Exactly. I mean, uh, he, uh, hey, Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> As you were about to say this, this is when you see the, the road split, and in front of you is the sign, and to your right is the woods. You could either keep talking to him about it or keep adventuring. You say, hey, Sheldon, he's like looking at you like, yeah. Um, may I do a investigation check to see if uh, I see signs of pig pig? Oh, sure. Yeah, go for it. I'll say beat a 10. It should be easy. I got exactly a 10. <laughs> You're really pushing it. <laughs> you see trails of pig pig running forward in this direction. Toward, like, north? Yeah, north. Not into the game trail, into the forest. Okay. With the 10 of the investigation check, it would actually be a a 15. You also see tracks of a humanoid. Going north? north? So you see tracks of the humanoid going north with the pig tracks, but you also see these tracks heading into the large game trail into the forest, and they look exactly the same. So pig pigs are going north, yes. not into the forest, not and into the, forest. the humanoids is going... North with pig pig, but there's old tracks heading into the forest as well. Fresh tracks are north, old tracks are in the forest. Yes. You only get that because you're a fucking ranger and you know this shit like the back of your hand. Uh, I bend down and uh, dip my fingers into the footprints and taste it on my tongue. <laughs> like a, uh, what is it, a, a samonier? Samonier. It tastes like fresh pig hoof in dress shoes. Mmm. I taste pork. <laughs> Sheldon? Yeah. Have I ever told you the story of pig pig? Uh, I mean... One of my first interactions with our lovely Pig Pig. I remember you telling me about a dream you had. A dream? Well, this one was more of a uh, nightmare, one might say. Okay, so you had a nightmare about Pig Pig. And we'll continue walking north. Okay. Um, have you ever found maybe a piece of uh, a tinsel or a flashy uh, wardrobe stuck in Pig Pig's teeth? I'll roll a history check to see if anything you're saying on Sheldon rolls, like, remembering. 
He rolled a four. No, I'm just, you know, uh, mushrooms and shit. She eats a lot of well, random stuff around town. Yeah, well, <laughs> she, you sure did this day, too. <laughs> Does um, she eat like a farmer's market card or something like that? Like uh, a watermelon? Pretty close. I mean, uh, uh, you know the cheer squad? Oh, I love the cheer squad. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? Well, apparently Pig Pig does too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she ate a member of the cheer squad. <laughs> Wait, she like liquors on the like, No, what? she mobbed the fuck out of the cheer squad. <laughs> and he stopped and he, he like stops walking and he gets serious for a second. He's like... What do you mean? You see, that's what I kind of held back when you said Pig Pig wouldn't hurt a fly. She wouldn't. But she would. Only if it's called for, like, you know, someone is me to her, like, scares her on purpose or something. Other than that, Pig Pig's, like, or, she's a peaceful little hog. Or or accidentally falls into the tracks in front of her. No, Pig Pig's got more control than that. Frightens her, doesn't know what to do, and, uh, you know, kicks in her instincts, of course. Roll a persuasion check. I'll I'll roll competing. Two. Eleven. So wait, you mean she aggressively attacked a cheer squad member? Like, broke her arm or something like that? I'm saying... If you had checked Pig Pig's um, scat in the past two weeks. Yeah. You'd you, find like a, a boat or something like that. You would find <laughs> pigs eat even the bones. So I actually don't know what would be left in their shit. But You could roll like a <laughs> intelligence check just for fun. Okay. And we'll just make some shit up. Ten. <laughs> you have some knowledge about what would be found. Just make some stupid shit up. What would you find in like pig shit? You would definitely find a whistle. <laughs> Pigs can't process whistles? Uh, well, they're generally made out of um, like wood or metal, right? So, I mean, I would, I would think not. Can you process a so whistle? She, you're saying she ate the whistle off of a cheer squad member and bit the cheer squad member. I'm confused. What are you telling me? Sheldon, I know this sounds insane, but in one fell swoop, Pig Big completely ate. The entire cheer squad, squad member from head to toe. Sheldon almost like falls over <laughs> and he like, he sits down. He's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I know it's a lot to take in and I'm here for you if you need to process because I also need a time to process. But all I'm saying is when you get back into town, you should give, um, Cherry Thermopolis's family a, a heads up. No, not a heads up. You should give them your condolences. Why would you have waited this long to tell me? Well, you were just sleeping so peacefully. Yeah, but you would have needed to woke me up if this really happened. I tried. I really did. I promise. He just looks off into the distance sitting like crisscross applesauce. <laughs> Sheldon, um, Pig Pig's natural animal instincts kicked in. It doesn't mean she's a bad pig. She killed Cherry? What what pig, what wild animal wouldn't? You know, she's probably looking scrumptious as Cherry normally does. And he starts sobbing on the ground. <laughs> um, <laughs> not Pig Pig, not Cherry. No. This is all so much for, for me to handle. <laughs> he's like snot running down his nose. He's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. But what's important to remember is that Pig Pig is a loving member of our family. Yeah, roll another persuasion check. See if you can. I'll have him roll off of you. Ooh. You rolled a 12. I rolled a nat one. Oh God. So he's like, no, no, not if she killed Cherry. Not Cherry. This Pig Pig's bad. It's Pig Pig's a bad pig. Pig Pig's a good pig. I don't know. Why would you have killed Cherry then? Well, you see, you can't really help what happens when you're like spooked and not having like any restraints on your fight or flight system. I'll put it into perspective for you. Why'd you kill that cultist back there? Because he was trying to hurt you. Yeah, well, in Pig Pig's defense, she had two loving family members in the cart behind her. 
Okay, this is a lie, first of all, so you're gonna have to ro roll a deception check. Like, Pig Pig mauled this cheer squad member purely just because it's like a body came really close. It's, it's yep. nothing. It's a roll of deception. And I'm gonna have him roll persuasion off again. Oh my god, he rolled a nat 20. 13. You say he's like, Pig Pig's fight or flight is like flawless. <laughs> I've never seen Pig Pig fit like she's. She's confident. She's a good, confident, independent pig girl. She knows what she's doing. She wouldn't just react badly. That's why she sits there for like a moment before she does something. She's thinking about it. She's a thinking pig. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sheldon, she is. You're right. She's a smart pig. He's like having a panic attack. I don't, I don't, I need time to think about this. And he gets up and starts moving toward the trail in the woods. He's like, I can't the do this. forest I'm, trail? Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm not doing this right now. I, can't, I need time to think. I can't go see Pig Pig right now. Sheldon! And he starts walking off into the forest. Well, I'm going to run after him. Okay, so you follow him into the forest. I'll follow him into the forest. And you guys keep, you guys walk into the forest. Is there, what are you saying to him as he keeps walking? He's like, no, I'm, I'm not going to talk to Pig. I... Uh, Pig Pig, I mean, nobody really means to kill anyone in this world. Pig Pig's just a pig. And you guys are like walking and moving brush past and just kind of going through. And as you're saying this, Sheldon's like, no, it's, I just, I, I don't know what to do. And as he says this, he moves past like a big palm frond hanging in the way. And there's an opening and you see before you a sketchy looking shack sitting on a little hill in the middle of the forest. It's surrounded with bushes. You just barely found an opening, but it looks like old abandoned beat up shack just placed in the middle of fucking nowhere it looks off the grid it looks like something out of that one horror movie uh hostile i don't i've never seen that movie Fuck. it looks like something in the middle of like an it dream or freddy krueger imagine like an old uh, okay fuck it's an old fucking cabin okay old fucking cabin got it uh i'll reach forward and grab sheldon's arm to stop him what what is this um, um, Sheldon, this is kind of freaking me out. Um, may I do a perception check to see if I, like, hear anything? Okay. You can sneak up to the window if you want and look inside. Okay. There's I'll a window. That. Okay. So do a stealth check and see how, how stealthy you can roll. And Sheldon will follow with you. 14. Ooh, Sheldon rolled a 2. So as you guys are walking up to the, the cabin, you're going smooth and then Sheldon steps on a twig and birds fly right in front of you <laughs> and they fly in front of the cabin and nothing happens you guys make it to the window and you can look inside I'd like to look inside and you see a room with light smokiness inside of it you see an open room with a desk inside an old fireplace and a bed a cooking stove and a giant elk head on the wall it just looks like somebody's forgotten cabin in the woods I don't see anybody there do you no, uh, it doesn't make it any less creepy, though. In fact, it kind of makes it creepier. Yeah, I don't like that, like, foggy smoke inside of it. That's kind of weird. I mean, that seems pretty natural. You know, when the ground is, like, warm and the sky is cold, it makes, like, this weird little pressure system that creates, like, little fog to pop up, you know? <laughs> he's he's not even listening. He's zoned out. He's just, like, looking inside, like, <laughs> he's, like, freaked out by the building. Um, all right, Sheldon. Well, I mean, there's nothing really super interesting in here, right? Right? We can we can turn back and, and go find Pig Pig, right? No. I'm, and he starts to walk toward the door. And he's like, Pig Pig can wait. If she could kill people, then we have our own stuff that we could do. Not tell her about as well. Sheldon, I, she's I'm your going best in. friend. And he walks into the cabin. And he stands in the center of the room. And the mist circles him like a tornado. Do you follow him inside? I mean, how much distance is there? Is this a small cabin? Yeah, it's a small cabin. It's like 20 feet by 20 feet. Okay. Yeah, I'll follow him in. Probably like five feet in from the door. Okay. I, I'm like on my toes, ready for something to like pop out. Almost like the toys that we used to play with in, in the village where you'd rotate it and rotate it and <laughs> rotate it and pop. A jack in the box, except yeah. this is like a it's more a of goblin, an head. acorn in a box. Okay, nothing pops out at you as far as you can see, and Sheldon is just standing inside, and he sits back down, crisscross applesauce, and he says, "I just can't get over. I've 
Big Pig doing this to us? I'm, I'm just so lost right now. And the mist just floods around his lap. He sits down on the floor. Mm-hmm. I have um, Druid Craft, uh-huh. which is like, you know, little harmless sensory effects and uh-huh. whatnot. So I would like to create a calming atmosphere for Sheldon. I'll um, start a fire in the fireplace and I'll <laughs> gently um, make wind like blow past him just a little bit. So it carries the scent of um, lavender. Okay. Okay. The scent of home. But how eff- I guess a performance to yeah. see how well it affects Sheldon. That one. Oh, it distracts Sheldon. He's like you can see it makes him visibly irritated because he's just want he's trying to get away from like help and stuff like that. He's like just he, he's getting frustrated. He's like God, fire, pig, pig. And he's just starting to break down a little bit harder. Okay, okay. And then in a snap of fingers, everything goes out. <laughs> that makes it a lot better. He's like, oh. he's looking at the fireplace. I'm going to have him roll a perception check. As he's sitting on the ground, crisscross applesauce, he says, wait a second. And he goes over to this old fireplace and starts digging around. And he sees a note underneath a burnt piece of wood. And he says, what, puppy, what's this? Mark won't stop until I'm fired. He's by something. It's it's buried. There's a note in the fire here, Poppy. And he waves you over to come read it with him. And it's a, a burnt up note where half the sentences aren't even that finished. And it says, Mark won't stop until I'm fired. He's by blank. There's a bird bark there. That's why I need to something him. You'll get your fair share once the last video's uploaded. You have by word. Side lettered powers. That's odd. That seems like a very, uh, very suspicious note there. Mark won't stop. He's my blank. That's why I need to... Blank. Just wait until the next video's uploaded. You'll get your fair share once this last video's uploaded. You have my word. Signed, Leonard Powers. Nice name. I like it. It's not original. <laughs> That's okay. Where is it from? I can't tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice name. Thanks. I like it. Yeah. Um, Mark? Mark. Um, wasn't that weird um, old senile guy talking on the rock to got or maybe about a guy he named He was. Mark? Yeah, he said something about Bark. Ah. Huh. Maybe we should look around this cabin for more clues. What do you, you see in the room, a desk? A bed, a cooking stove, and an elk head on the wall. You may search the room as you will. Poppy immediately goes to the elk head. Okay. And is this a taxidermied elk head? It is. Um, is anything on it movable? Perhaps like a mouth, an ear? <laughs> Roll a investigation check with advantage. First one was 16. 14. Okay. You said the exact thing that... I hid this thing in. You fuck with this fake elk head. And the first thing you said is a mouth. And you fuck with the mouth and you reveal a fake mouth opening on the elk head itself. Inside, you see a picture of your mother, Donnie Petticoat, and an old magician with white hair and dress shirt and pants and a blue tie with a wizard hat on. And this is the guy that was talking about Mark on the cell phone. And this photo is of your mother and this old senile wizard guy. I will tell you how I knew that was the perfect hiding spot. Because that would be Poppy's first place where (laughs) she would put hiding things. And Sheldon sees you doing this. He's like, what's that? Um, (laughs) He's like, he's got snot on his face and he gets really close. He's like, what's that? Sheldon? I'm freaking out right now. (laughs) Is that your mom? Is that my mom? I'm so confused. I knew she liked older men, but he's like 300 years old. I'm confused. I'm also confused. Is this like your relative of some sort? Not that I know of. I thought I was a purebred. Let's keep looking because this is, maybe there's more stuff in the room. Let's, let's. Let's dig through. Maybe we can figure out more what the fuck's going on here. Poppy is just in utter shock as she grips the edges of the paper. (laughs) So you have a cooking stove, a bed, and a desk. You have everything you can check that you wish. 
I, I'll check the desk then. Okay. I'll pocket the um, photo. Roll a investigation check. 18. <laughs> you open up a drawer and you see a shiny black square inside of it with buttons on it. A shiny black square with buttons. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it re- resemble the uh, rock that the um, old senile man was it does, talking on? It does. It, this is some kind of weird technological looking rock that Poppy sees. Um, you don't think like holding this up to your head makes you go crazy or anything, right? I don't know. That that beige guy was seemed pretty crazy, but... I... I'll reach out and, and poke it first. You poke it and you touch the start screen and the screen lights up. A uh, poppy will scream, ah! And jump back. <laughs> and Sheldon jumps back and goes, whoa! <laughs> what, what is this weird contraption? What is it? What is it? And you take a better look at it and there's a cell phone obviously and in the background it's the mage that you saw and he is standing in front of giant metal trees that poppy sees which is you know it is a city and he's standing in front of giant metal trees next to a zombie and they're arm in arm like they're good buddies hey hey sheldon remember when we um spent that night on the lake yeah I vaguely remember metal trees. Yeah, this this jogs by Beverly a little bit of it. This is exactly what I was talking about when I said metal trees. Right, metal trees. Hmm. This is pretty weird. I would think there's only metal trees, like in one spot. I mean, I've never seen no, metal trees. These are everywhere. This is a metal forest. Do you think you could track there? I mean, I guess technically, if it's considered a forest. <laughs> Uh, as the DM, fuck no. Yeah, right. I didn't think so. <laughs> okay, so you now have acquired a cell phone. Sheldon, this this the shiny rock seems to me made out of a, a similar a similar structure as the trees, the, almost almost metallic. That's right. Yeah, it does kind of look like it. It looks very fitting. Do you think if we melt it down, there might be a clue inside? <laughs> Maybe that's a good idea. Okay, let's keep this on us, and once we find maybe um, a forge, we can we can melt it down. Okay, that's a good if idea. If anything, maybe we can make a pretty bracelet for you. Yeah, okay, that's a good idea. And he says, are you going to put it in your pocket? Because I could do it in mine, and he like, takes a deep breath like he's hyping up to like touch it. <laughs> yeah, go right ahead. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. And he like shakily, with snot on his nose, grabs the cell phone. And he like slow. I'll, I'll make him roll a d20 to see if he drops it because it lights up if it does. Okay, he rolled a 10. It doesn't light up as he touches it. And so he puts it in his cell phone and he's like, there. <laughs> That's, that'll be safe there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, question for my mind's dreamscape. Is it a flip phone or is it like a smartphone? It's a smartphone. It just has like a button at the bottom. Okay. It, yeah. Like classic iPhone style uh-huh. kind of. If you want to explore any more, you're welcome to. If not bail out i'm going to walk over to the cooking pot and look inside roll an investigation check seven ah, you see a cooking pot i'll reach down and wipe my finger down at the bottom it seems like someone was here it's not dusty it's it's Does been it come across uh, come away with any um grease uh, enough to where you can see that it's been used in the past week or so i'll have sheldon roll investigation with you he rolled in that one, so he's like, oh, yeah, that's a pot. That's- yeah, that, it's a pretty nice pot. I wish we had Pig Pig nearby uh, um, so we could store this pot for later use. Yeah, that, ooh, uh, Pig Pig. He's uh-huh. like, Sheldon, don't be that way. He, like, kicks the fucking stove. He's like, fucking pig-killing cherry. Well, Sheldon. That's how you treat woman. Well, no, it, it's really not, but to be fair, Pig Pig's a woman, too, so, like... <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. That's a really good point. Seven. <laughs> women does how to act. If women doesn't hurt other women like that. Well, that's not necessarily true. A woman is just Innocent the same women. as every other 
every other human on this earth. Carrie you know? was an innocent woman. Pig Pig was too, but she soiled her innocence and she burned her, she burned her cherry and he starts to have a panic attack over it again. Well, we don't need to go too much into it, but I just want you to sit on this thought. You don't know that Cherry was an innocent person. You don't know what she was doing behind closed doors. You don't know what anyone in the village is doing behind closed doors. He doesn't believe it yet, but he just kind of, he uses that as fuel to like forget about it for now. The last thing I will do is check underneath the mattress. DC investigation roll. Roll with advantage. I'll have Sheldon helping you. One. (laughs) Three. Oh my God. You don't find shit. You just see a dirty ass fucking bed. Okay. I think we just about checked off every box on this list, huh? Yes. I mean, there's nothing much more to this cabin. It's just an old cabin, I guess. Uh, oh, an old cabin with the picture of my mom. Oh, and, that's uh, right. Jeez, that's really weird. <laughs> that was really weird. I tried forgetting about it too, but then it just uh, smacked me in the face. Looks like we're both going through some internal struggles today, huh, Poppy? And he says, do, <gasps> do you want a hug? And he looks over at you and he holds his hands out and he says, I could use a hug. And he's got snot dripping from his nose. He, he goes in for okay, a hug. Okay, Sheldon. And he lays his chest, his his face into your shoulder and like, he like tries to hold himself from crying and he like rubs his nose on your shoulder a little bit like, like wiping his snot. I'll do the stiff arm embrace light pat on back. <laughs> okay, you do this. And you guys break. Well, uh, I hope that made you feel just as much better as it made me feel. Yeah, I feel better now. Let's. I think I have enough energy. Let's go get Pig Pig now. That a boy. And you, and you guys walk out of the cabin. Yes. Why was Poppy's mother in a picture with this 300-year-old wizard? Where are the cultists going on a raft filled with people in barrels? Will Sheldon ever forgive Pig Pig for eating Cherry Thermopolis? Like sands in an hourglass, these are the days of our D&D channel. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and rate to help the algorithm boost us to the top. I'm your Dungeon Master Dominic, saying goodbye and don't die.